Hello, and welcome to Traditional Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Cara Lovick. Today, we're going to talk about the function of faith and why it's such a critical element in healing. If this is the first time you're tuning into the podcast, let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect. In this podcast, we discuss Amazonian and High Andean healing traditions of Peru. For nine years, I've been volunteering for various healers, from Amazonian healing traditions to High Andean healing traditions. I really want to make sure that I am and passing on this information, this experience to anybody who would like to access it, whether you're considering healing with these medicines or simply want to know more about them. All right, so let's get started talking about the very important function of faith in healing. So if you look up the definition of faith, you'll see one of the definitions is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Another one here that I see is strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. In practically every religion and spiritual tradition, you are required to have faith. Whether you're walking down a Buddhist path and you have to have faith that the education, that the scriptures, that these methods will eventually lead you to enlightenment, or even if you are in a 12-step program, whether it's AA or NA, it requires you to have faith that a power greater than yourself can restore you to sanity and that you are really willing to accept that help. So what's the big deal with faith? Why can't we have healing without the faith part and just kind of like wave a magic wand over this and just skip right over that weird faith part? If you've ever seen a sick child clenching their jaws and mouth completely shut so they didn't have to take that bitter medicine that their caretaker was trying to get them to take so they got better, then you have seen what it looks like energetically when you don't have faith. When you don't have faith, it's basically you shutting your mouth completely closed while the healer is trying to give you that medicine. It doesn't work if you don't open your mouth and take this medicine. One time I took someone out to the Amazon that needed healing and I took them to healers that I knew and medicine I knew. And night after night, they were just going straight to sleep. They would drink ayahuasca and nothing, nothing at all would happen. Ceremony after ceremony. And I wasn't drinking because I was making sure that they were there feeling comfortable. And so I asked the healer, hey, what is going on with this person? Why aren't they experiencing anything? And just to clarify, just because you don't see anything in your ayahuasca ceremony doesn't mean that healing isn't taking place. But I knew the situation a little bit better and I knew what should have been going on. And when it wasn't going on, I was a little bit concerned whether everything was going according to plan or not. And he told me, well, it's complicated. And I said, complicated. And I didn't really want to ask too many questions at that moment. And I think it was because deep down inside, I knew that this person wasn't really wanting to change or heal. But I was so curious about this case that after I started working with the Kiro, I I brought this case back up and I said, hey, what is going on with this person? And they said, well, it's complicated. Why is that the case? And they said, well, they don't have faith. They don't believe and they don't, it's not, we can't force this medicine down their throat. It's impossible to do that. And I thought, wow, how powerful um, having faith really is. 
without faith, without really being tired of what is going on in your life, without really allowing people to help you, you could drink gallons and gallons of ayahuasca in the presence of the most gifted ayahuasqueros the Amazon has to offer or the high Andean traditions have to offer and nothing will happen to you. Nothing at all. Because unless you're ready to accept that help and unless you're really ready to say goodbye to that old life that you had, you are clenching your jaw wide shut. And it is impossible for anything to happen because you are unwilling to have faith. There was another case where I was in the Amazon and I was drinking ayahuasca and the ayahuasca showed me a friend of mine. And uh, I, and I saw this friend of mine coming into the Maloka to drink ayahuasca in ceremony. And I started to laugh because I thought the ayahuasca was actually, you know, just pulling a joke and just being funny. And, you know, and then I just kind of read the room a little bit and and then she was like, no, I'm, I'm serious. He has to come here and drink because he is very sick. He's kind of spiraling into this kind of death spiral and he is kind of wilting. And she showed me everything. And I said, well, I'm going to let this person know that, that you said this. And so I went to my friend and I said, listen, you need to go and drink ayahuasca. This is what she said. And, and he said, well, I don't really have the money. And I said, well, I don't mind putting the money down for you to go. And then he said, well, I don't really have anyone to take care of of my animals, you know, how how will they care for themselves? I said, well, I have no problem staying there because what do you need to be there for? A, a week, two? I'll be there. And then he's like, well, I don't really have the time to take off of work. And I said, but you're not going to have any work. You're falling apart. You you could die if this continues. What, what, I, I, what <laughs> you know, so it's it, it was almost like it wasn't enough pain for him to realize what was happening. And he just couldn't really accept the fact that it was beyond his control. And so every time that I would bring up a solution, there was another block, another block, another block. So at the time, there was really nothing else I could do. He wasn't going to go and drink ayahuasca. And all I could hope for was that there was a big mistake here with what I had seen in the ceremony. After some time had passed, his life started to really spiral out of control. He had work opportunities, but he wasn't bringing in money. His social life had been completely non-existent and he just wasn't really happy at all, although he was faking it pretty well. And I said, well, let's go and check with the, the Kiro and see if something can be done. And I went to them and I said, well, this is definitely looking like an energetic complication. Is there anything we could do? And I'm thinking there's got to be something that can be done. And they said, it's complicated. And I said, dang. And they said, he doesn't believe that things will get better. And he is basically disengaging from his body. He's disengaging from this life. And I said, well, what if he drinks ayahuasca now? Would that help? And they said it won't do any good because he's not going to accept the medicine. And it was really, really hard for me to take that. It was <laughs> really, really tough. But I went and I told my friend what the Kira had said. And I was really in denial. I was hoping that ayahuasca was wrong. I was hoping that the Kira were wrong. And I just, and I said to him, is it is it true that you don't want to get better because you don't believe that you can get better, that your life can get better? Is this is this true? And he said, yeah, it is kind of true. Yeah, it is really true. And and I said, wait, but we need you to believe that you can get better. We, we need you to 
want to get better because if you don't, nothing will work. Nothing can help you. I don't understand. And he said, yeah, I I just can't really make myself feel something I don't. And uh, I don't really feel that way. But I'll see if I could change that. And I was just, uh, it was devastating. As someone who fought with depression most of my life and who would have done anything, anything to have had these options, these, these medicines to alleviate what I was going through, I don't understand understand when people have access to an option that could really help them and then for them not to take it. I just couldn't understand it because I had I would have done anything. But at that point, it was really crystal clear that people are saving themselves with the help of Mother Earth, with the help of healers, with the help of the divine, but they are still helping themselves. They are the ones that are grabbing a hold of that rope that's being thrown to them in that dark well. And they're the ones that are climbing out using that rope. They're only using these healing traditions, these medicines to help them birth that new them. But they are the ones that are rescuing themselves. They are the ones that are needing to be a part of this process. So if they are no longer in that fight, if they don't even want to try to get themselves out of that hole by coming by and getting that help and doing what they need to do, then there's really nothing we could do. So in a nutshell, faith is everything when it comes to healing. Faith is like a spiritual asana. It's like an asana that your soul gets into, right? Instead of going into the downward dog or the child pose like you would in yoga class with your body, when you get into faith, when this posture happens within you, you are also benefiting energetically from this particular pose. Like when you get into child pose, you are literally embodying surrender and that has a lot of benefits. Now, when you get into faith in that spiritual asana, then you are opening the door to healing. You're opening the door to a lot of gifts that are just waiting for you to open the door with faith, to finally listen to what this universe is trying so hard to tell you. And with faith, you're also surrendering to guidance, which is really, really important. You're also committed to rooting out those weeds inside of you, figuring out where they're coming from to make sure that you can take them out because there's something greater for you ahead. This is all part of faith. And scripture, whether it's the Bible, whether whatever it is, teaches us how to get into the spiritual asana. You have to have humility. You have to have surrender. You have to believe that there is a greater design that is there trying to help you out. And it is true. And if you only walk this path a little, just a little bit, you'll start to see that this is in fact the truth. Healers that that see the world, they know exactly that this is true. But I think for us, where we lack that spiritual vantage point, we tend to doubt it, which is why it's asked so much of us. All right. So with that, we've come to the end of our episode. And hopefully you learned a little bit more about what the function of faith is and why it's so important in healing. Hopefully you've walked away with the fact that, well, it's not just this corny thing that people ask us to do. It has a spiritual and energetic function that is going to allow for healing to take place and basically is like opening the faucet for all these good things to come into your life. It is the door that you have to walk through so that you can get to a different world, a new you. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next episode. And remember, we are on Instagram as Traditional Medicine Miami. We'd love to keep in contact. We'll see you soon.